Okay, good evening from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Tonight, we have Janet Fallon with us, and we are going to discuss 
a document that's going to be spread far and wide to every TI that we can find. So, without further ado, Janet, are you in the green room? Uh, I certainly am, Frank. Good evening. Okay. I had a hard time uh, getting on. Um, I'm still not doing very good. Nothing's going through the system. I don't see anything. But everything's going fine other than that. (laughs) So, uh, let's discuss um, the disbursement of this document. Right. Um, We're going to need, of course, to figure out um, the best way to get this out to people so that they can read it and, we hope, sign it. Um, This document is intended to go not only to Congress, but also to serve as a press release. And um, I guess without further uh, ado, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of the background about what impelled the creation of this document and what we're trying to accomplish with it. Okay. Um, I've been on your show before talking about how uh, these surveillance authorities expired in March when Congress failed to come to an agreement on the USA Freedom Act. Uh, Actually, the House voted in one uh, one version, the Senate voted in another, which then went back to the House, which uh, failed to vote on it. So, ostensibly, this um, these surveillance provisions were sent to the House Judiciary Committee for a conference. No conference has taken place. So, why is this important to us? Um, the the surveillance abuses that we are suffering under have their root in the NSA FBI spying. This spying is uh, reportedly legal up until it becomes illegal. And when those authorities expired in March then we were left in sort of a legal gray zone. In the last couple of weeks, maybe even longer, I've been uh, attempting to get some input on this by members of Congress and, and the Senate. I've also spoken with a number of civil liberties groups that are uh, lobbying about surveillance abuse and are Uh, very concerned also as to the legality of the continued NSA FBI fine. And our situations, again, are rooted in surveillance. Nothing that is happening to us can happen if the surveillance is not active. And if the surveillance isn't legal, then this is our moment to strike. And strike hard, and that's how I I see things. So after conferring with a number of 
individuals who are trailblazers in the targeted community. It uh, was suggested to me, suggested by a number of people, that possibly we put together a letter slash press release, uh, which thousands of you can sign if you choose to, which can then go out very widely concerning uh, what we're experiencing, what the legal legal authority for all this is, and what can be done about it. So um, in the interim, and just last week, uh, 41 congressmen picked uh, up the, the gauntlet of the expired surveillance authorities and sent a letter to uh, Attorney General William Barr and to Director of National Intelligence John Radcliffe. The previous letter, which we had discussed also on your show, was issued by Senators Lee and Leahy. And now, we have 41 congressmen sending a letter asking very specific and detailed questions as to, you know, what the heck is going on now. So uh, I'd like to read just a very small part in the introduction of this letter that was sent to Barr and Ratcliffe. Is that okay with you? Sure. Go right ahead. Okay. On March, dear Attorney General Barr and Director Ratcliffe, on March 15, 2020, three Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, ESA, provisions expired. Business records, known as 215, roving wiretap, and lone wolf authorities. Despite the expiration of these authorities, we are concerned that the administration believes it has the inherent authority to surveil the American people without any congressional authorization. So that's how it starts out. And further into the letter, uh, there are a number of questions that are posed to DNI Ratcliffe and A.G. Barr. Uh, and uh, these questions are very legally specific as to uh, and requiring answers as to how and under what legal authority the continued spying is taking place. And um, I would like to urge everyone to read this letter. Um, you can find it at thehill.com and, uh, and other places online. And so, uh, my, Janet, yes. I will post it tonight uh, on our website. I will post the uh, the letter so that people can read it. And That's so that letter will be at targetedmassachusetts.org. And I will put on the home page a link to it. And it will just yeah. say congressional letter. Wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that, Frank. And while I greatly appreciate uh, the actions taken by these 41 congressmen in producing the letter, we, in fact, are the ones who are being um, inflicted 
with this illegal program or programs. And our voices need to be heard. So pursuant to that um, perception, we now have a almost finalized document. I'm making a couple last tweaks on it. Uh, hopefully by tomorrow, it'll be completely finalized. And we are asking that people uh, read the letter. And if it is to your liking and agreement, to sign on to it so that the Congress can know um, that not only are they aware that this spying and surveillance may not be legal, but now they'll be aware of exactly how this is manifesting in so many people's lives. And uh, so I'm very excited about this project and the possibilities of getting more attention to what is happening to so many innocent American citizens due to this illegal surveillance and more. Oh, I, I just wanted to point out one thing, Janet. I'm going to need yes. uh, all of the email addresses so I can uh, load up my mass emailing program. And... Uh, the first emailing will be to the people that I have on this list. So I need anyone and everyone that would like this letter that's going to Congress to please send their address to me at Frank at targetedmassachusetts.org. In the subject line, put congressional letter, and you will immediately be added to the list so that before we send it out, it will be going to you. Now, it will look like our normal special mailings, but it will have an attachment, and you will see that. And then we will take those letters after you email them back to me, and we will do a mass mailing back to Congress. Okay, we have uh, Richard. You want to uh, step in out of the green room with Janet? Well, hi, Miss Janet and Mr. Frank. I just wanted to. Say hello to you guys, and uh, thank you, Janet, for reading that. I hope there's many listeners that are uh, ears are wiggling at the moment because this is a chance to get something very important done, and uh, I'd like to see many names going to Congress pertaining to this because it is important that the surveillance was stopped and there's no reason, uh, according to the law and the Constitution, for it to continue. Uh, there may be some underlying things that uh, actually proves that it's not just surveillance, that there are other agendas and things that are happening to American citizens that we also need to take a good, strong look at. And uh, you carry on, Ms. Fallon, you... 
you work so hard. We appreciate you. We sure Thank do. You. And Thank you. We, we appreciate you more and more every day. And uh, <laughs> I would like to invite uh, Andy from Texas to weigh in on this. Go ahead, Andy. Thank you, Frank. Uh, no, I, I'd like to also thank the young lady. Unfortunately, I have a very bad view of of uh, what we can actually do by sending any kind of letter or piece of anything to anybody in Congress or our mayor's office or whatnot. And we're meeting it with futilism or futilism, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> These people have all been bought out. You, you, you do realize they did sign a $6.2 trillion. I mean, Trump made a big thing about it, $6.2 trillion. That can pay off a lot of people. And, in fact, it paid off the Tunisian government to lock down even harder and whatnot. And, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm understanding that Australia got a trillion dollars from the Chinese government to lock down the way they're doing, like they're doing in Melbourne and uh, the other place there that's really being futile. So, I mean, I'm just thinking right now that there's no government that's going to help us. There's no government agency that's going to help us. Perhaps there might still be some people along the way that can move this along, but I think it's going to get very hard to to move legislation along. I really think we're getting to the point where we're going to have to actually rise up and take care of business. And, uh, you know, <laughs> they've done a really good job of feminizing our American men uh, and, and the world's men with their distinal uh, uh, A and whatnot. And, um, and we've got a lot of gay young men right now that, holy crap, when I was growing up, it was weird to even find a gay dude. But no offense to them, whatever, they are who they are. I just, I'm just having a really hard time seeing how we're going to pull this out and, and try to take care of this. And I certainly don't think any legislation is going to happen for us. And those people hanging on to Donald Trump are just hanging on to something that's not, uh, it's not in your favor. You just have to look back in Donald Trump's history and you find out who he really works for. So it's the same old game. And we just, you know, <laughs> I'll leave it with this. Uh, George Carlin said, it's a big club. And we ain't in it. And that includes the government, and that includes everything else that has... You know what I'm saying there, Frank? Uh, yes, most definitely. Uh, it's uh, a club that we are not in, and it violates every law in the Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution is what we live by as citizens. It's what we are governed by as citizens but if you go to the government they don't have to abide by the constitution they follow their own crooked path Isn't and that that's funny, not Frank? that's not all of them either but there are some of them out there that are crooks and and, and the fact that the government is still operating under one of these laws is against the law. They can't operate. In, go ahead. Oh, I just right. thought I heard um, somebody cut in. Well, go I'd ahead. Like to, yeah, me I'd too. Like to make a comment. I'd like to comment on what Andy said. 
um, because I really understand your perception, Andy. Um, I, I think that our government has really almost weaponized itself against the people. But that doesn't mean that the people, uh, you, me, Frank, whoever else is being uh, afflicted, doesn't mean we have to sit here and take it. And the idea of sending this not only as a letter to Congress, but also as a press release. And I happen to know a number of, of news agencies that would be happy to pick up on this press release. No, not the New York Times, not the Washington Post. But we have a, an increasingly vibrant and robust uh, independent media that is on our side. And, um, and I, gotta, I don't, I'm not deluded into thinking that our government is going to go, oh, oh my gosh, this is happening to people. Let's do something about it right away. They know this is happening to people. We're putting them on notice and we're also informing well, I, the press. Okay. So I, I didn't, I didn't really think that of you. I didn't think that you were doing that at all. I, I mean, in my opinion, the government is just, uh, it's, I mean, the, the Constitution only exists when they need it, and they always bring it up when they need it, and that's, and, and we can't do that. We can't even do it in the court of law. But the fact that you, I didn't know that you were getting out to a lot of press agents and stuff. Now, that's the way to go, because if you get into these uh, alternative news agencies like you're doing right now, and you're talking about this stuff, and I would like to go into more, I'd like to hear you talk more about what exactly you're trying to get through, and which I would—I probably called too soon. I should have listened a little more before I called. So I'll leave it at that, Frank. Thank you so much for having me, and you keep pushing there, young lady. And hey, Richard, I didn't even know you were part of the program until just a few days ago, so I'm sorry. Uh, absolutely. I like your opinion. You can, yes, sir. You, you come on back anytime, Andy. We, we like to go back and forth, and uh, I only have one thing to say. And don't forget about Spanky's Clubhouse, because we got some clubhouses out here that this country uh, isn't quite aware of yet, and it's called We the People at Spanky's Clubhouse. So uh, you have to keep your faith up, keep your chin up, keep your head down. Gotcha, guys. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. And um, go ahead, Janet. And continue and um, ask us some questions. <laughs> well, you know, it, it was for me. It was um, quite an exercise in in. I had to be very thoughtful and very um, diligent in trying to create this document, this letter, um, because. One of, okay, ha, people who are targeted uh, can um, ex express themselves in ways that bewilder people who are not targeted. And I wanted to make sure with this document that there would be no bewilderment, that there would be no uh, ability to dismiss this, uh, saying, oh, well, these people, you know, they're, they're, they're tinfoil hats. They're crazy, right? I wanted to be able to present this in a way that 
would cover uh, the basics of being targeted and put it into a context that would be undeniable for those who are reading it. So this is what I've tried to do. Um, I've gotten some help already from um, uh, a Louis Fournier in Canada who happens to have a PhD in literature from Harvard. He's a retired professor and he's a target. And he, his ability, uh, his verbal ability is absolutely amazing. And he has provided some input and some, some corrections to this document. And I want to express my gratitude and thanks to him. Um, and uh, hopefully within the next 24 hours, it'll be all wrapped up and ready to go. And at that point, uh, Frank, you know, you go to work. <laughs> you send it out, okay. and we'll see what happens. I've also been invited. I've also just been invited by Ella to come on to her show and discuss this as well, because we want as many targeted people as possible to be aware of this and to know that they have the option to sign this. That's that's great because uh, actually I left a message on Ella's um, phone line. Uh, asking her to join in. So she asked you to join in, so we were of one mind, I guess. Yeah. So that's yeah, great. I think, I think it's great. And as we know, there are other uh, people with conference calls and so forth, so there are other avenues to get the word out on this. And I hope that um, everyone who who is involved in the targeting program and who has already stepped up to the plate and started newsletters and conference calls and so forth will also pick up on this because we want this to be right. as widely distributed as possible. I have a question. I took a look at that. And why is it all in bold type? Is this the usual procedure for a press release? I wasn't aware it was all in bold type. I just typed it on in a word uh, open office document. So I don't oh, know. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, oh. well, I can fix that easy enough. Right. Well, as I said, you know, there's a couple more corrections that are going to be made this evening, and and uh, hopefully at that point it'll be ready to go. I didn't know it was all in bold. How strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I want to say it was in caps, too, but I, I don't think it was. I think it was just bold. So you well, may there's, have... nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with being bold these days, is there? Yeah. Oh, you have to be. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Um, okay. <laughs> Ask Richard, if you're not bold today, uh, you don't get anything done. You have to basically step up to the plate all the time to get things done. And then we have clowns in the background trying to undermine everything that we do. And uh, uh, somebody called me a perp today. And I don't understand the logic that these people use, uh, or should I say the lack of. Because uh, to call like uh, you, Janet, or Richard a perp, uh, you might as well just uh, hang it up right there. Because uh, 
we're we're doing the heavy work. Uh, Ella. That's why us. that's why we're attacked. What's that? That's why we're called names. That's why we're called names. That's why we're attacked because we're doing the heavy lifting. Okay, guys, it's the bottom of the hour. We are uh, taking a break for station identification. Thank you. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Extend your life with Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Can 
We are coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, and the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you can handle the truth. Good evening from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Tonight, we have Janet Phelan and Richard. We discuss tonight a brand new project reaching out to every TI in the community. Questions? Call me anytime in the U.S. at 508-857-8334. Call into the show live and ask a question. Get involved at 800-313-9443 or listen at 605-313-0163. Once again, to receive the email containing the letter that you must sign, send it to frank at targetedmassachusetts.org. O-R-G. Okay, Janet, are we still functional over there? Oh, we're 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 raising hell over here. We're we're more than functional. We're blazing. So, um, a couple there are a couple of things I kind of want to touch on here. Um, the Carter Page surveillance, which has gotten so much press and so much attention on television shows, um, has in a sense, brought surveillance abuse home to the Trump administration because his administration has now also been spied upon. But we want to make sure that this does not simply end up as what I call one of these wars on Mount Olympus, you know, where the uh, the the elite are are battling out it out amongst themselves because our Congress, our president needs to understand that as heinous as the surveillance of Carter Page may have been, this is hardly unique. That the the very sorts of mechanisms that were used to attempt to spy on the Trump administration are being used to spy on us and much, much more. So in this context, um, we are trying to push the envelope so that the American people will understand that what happened to the Trump administration here is only the tip of the iceberg. Yes, indeed, we had President Trump, his entire campaign was surveilled by then-President Barack Obama. Now, who pays for that? Does Barack Obama just run around free? Or does somebody say, hey, Mr. Mr. Obama, put your hands behind your back. You know, 
This is what I'm waiting to see. That's the biggest jerk we've ever had for a president in the United States. That's my opinion. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Janet. Richard? Well, you know, I, I think this absolutely transcends party politics because both sides have used um, these authorities uh, to the detriment of the American people. I'd like to read a little bit more from this letter uh, signed by the 41 congressmen uh, that went out to Attorney General Barr and Director of National Intelligence Ratcliffe. Um, okay, okay. I, I will be right back in two seconds. I have just have to chase a cable, and I'll be back. So go ahead. Okay, so this has to do again with the when it talks about the reauthorization debate. They're talking about the reauthorization of the surveillance provisions, the ones they did not reauthorize in March. So here I'm quoting from the letter. During the reauthorization debate surrounding these provisions, Senator Burr, then chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, stated that under Executive Order 12333, the executive branch could continue to engage in mass record surveillance of people in the United States without congressional approval. A similar interpretation of inherent executive power was put forward in classified legal memoranda to justify the illegal 2001 Stellar Wind program. Under Stellar Wind, the executive branch secretly conducted warrantless surveillance of communications content as well as mass collection of communications metadata. Stellar Wind operated in direct contradiction to FISA and the Constitution for years. With the expiration of Section 215, we are concerned that the executive branch may, once again, be using questionable legal theories of executive authority to justify the illegal surveillance of the American people. Yes, and uh, Janet, look at the overt abuse that Nancy Pelosi has used. They have gotten to the point where they, they have almost had to physically take her down from her position. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, uh, she thinks she is God or God's gift to the house, and uh, that's it. I, I just I don't understand how one person like that can tie up the entire process. Well, you know, as we've discussed on previous shows, I think that Attorney General William Barr is afflicted with the same sense of overweening self-importance and power. And um, what is of interest here is, of course, this is... Um, this is this letter that went out from the 41 congressman was preceded 
by a letter from Senators Mike Lee and Senator Leahy, Patrick Leahy of Vermont. And that letter um, asked for a response by, I believe it was August 7th, and and the senators were blown off. Um, William Barr isn't responding. The Honorable John Ratcliffe isn't responding. So this partic- this new letter is asking for a response. Uh, it was August. Uh, I'm sorry, October sixth or seventh. And uh, you know, are, are we are 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 these people going to respond or are they going to blow off? 41 congressmen as well because given that paragraph that I just read um, what what the congressmen are asking is if this executive order 12333 which was actually signed under Ronald Reagan um, and ostensibly gives the executive branch um, that would be the Trump administration, uh, the inherent authority to do whatever they want to in terms of surveilling American citizens. That's pretty much what it says in a nutshell. So um, seeing that the Department of Justice is, and in a sense, ostensibly their investigative arm, which is the FBI, is headed up. By um, William Barr, uh, one would wonder if he himself is implicated in the continued surveillance of American citizens. And if he is, then who is going to stop him? Go ahead, Richard. Would you like to step in and give your opinion? um I'm a little concerned, uh, and as always, about the repetitiveness of the words we use, uh, surveillance. Uh, surveillance is a small, small part of what is really happening to Americans. And I, for one, can vouch for the fact that uh, there's people that are coming and going from my home and my person uh, all the time and have been for years. And uh, I'd love to see some words added to some of these letters that, well, you know, if if the surveillance stopped, okay, we'll stop surveilling, surveillance of them, so, but we're not going to stop the experimentation or we're not going to stop the torture or uh, whatever else we're doing to these people. I'd love to see some other things. And our government, especially William Barr, is splitting hairs and playing games with words. Uh, it's very apparent in Congress while he was being questioned that uh, he was playing games. He even threatened Congress himself when he uh, redacted Mueller's report and after promising the American people and the Congress that he was going to bring the whole truth out and then turn around and redacted it, uh, threatened the Congress with, uh, once the Congress said, no, you're going to come out with this stuff, and he says, uh, well, y'all go ahead and do uh, 
and his authority, he said, was presidential authority that he was doing this. And uh, they said, well, we'll do this. And he says, okay, well, y'all go ahead and we'll, we'll uh, I'm going to charge Congress. So he threatened Congress with uh, legal action uh, as well. So I would say definitely he is a part of it. And, well, we, we need to get the whole words, the whole story out there. Well, thank you, Richard. And that's it. That's what journalism is all about. Getting the whole story out there. Now, mainstream news is democratic. Why is that? Why is mainstream news allowed to do this? That's a question I have. But I'd like to get back to our project. And uh, I, I know that must be concerning you. But we have actually plenty of time uh, left. And I want you to use it up, Janet. Uh, so uh, why don't you go ahead? Well, you know, most mainstream outlets up here to have a Democratic Party bias, um, but not all of them. Uh, Fox News doesn't. There are, are a lot of radio shows that are considered mainstream that have a strong conservative bias. So, um, you know, I, I, I continue to try to beat this drum that says, you know, the problem is not on the left or right problem transcends party politics and has gone uh, through has gone through Republican and Democratic administrations without being curtailed. So um, I think it's, you know, I, I don't ever want to get into a, you know, a right versus left uh, sort of dialogue here because I think it's irrelevant Okay, that makes sense. But I'm just so. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to make sure that you reiterated all your points concerning uh, the letter and its importance. Um. So, so one of the uh, pivotal paragraphs here, um, the letter launches into very specific questions about um, what William Barr and DNI Radcliffe uh, are doing and what they see as the legal authority for what they're doing. So right before they launch into uh, these exquisitely uh, important questions, um, there's a paragraph to confirm that the administration is not illegally surveilling the American people. Guidance issued to relevant federal agencies to ensure that surveillance activities under the expired USA Freedom Authorities have ended. And we request the administration's interpretation of its inherent 
Surveillance Authority. And then it says, we ask that you respond to the following questions by October 6, 2020. So the clock is ticking. And um, and you can go ahead yourselves and read the specific questions that Congress is asking um, King Barr. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Attorney General Barr and uh, DNI Rack. So, um, and I want to respond to something that I think uh, Richard was pointing at about surveillance isn't the only story. No, it's not the only story. But none of what they're accomplishing against targeted individuals could take place without surveillance. If they stopped the surveillance, then they wouldn't know where we were. They wouldn't know what we were doing. They wouldn't know if we were lying down or getting up or, you know, when to start this or when to start that. They wouldn't know because they wouldn't be able to watch. And this is, it is pivotal. The surveillance aspect is is pivotal to our situations. And the fact that surveillance is being used not only to watch and listen, but to hurt people is something that Congress needs to be put on notice about and is also incorporated into this letter. So I hope that that kind of addresses your concerns here, Richard. Okay. As I said, um, opening here, I finally get a chance to open after not hearing anything. But um, this is a project. And we are going to get it done as quickly as we can so that we can get it out to everyone. But there is one problem. You have to get your email address to me. So send it to frank at targetedmassachusetts.org in the subject line congressional document congressional. As long as congressional makes it in there, I'll know that you want to get on the mailing list for that reason. You can also go to join TM and put your email address in there and in the subject line same thing congressional letter as long as the word congressional makes it in there and then you will receive the letter and you can email it back to me because it's going to be an attachment on a mass mailing There will be approximately 4,000 to 5,000 emails going out. And those are the ones that we have currently. So, uh, with that, I will reiterate the fact. We did? Okay. All right. Well, we lost Janet for a couple of seconds. And we'll have her back here in a minute. But it's important 
that you are diligent and get this work done so that we can do our job on our end. And Ella Free will also be involved and I will be sharing information with her and she can she is going to be doing the same thing basically. Only the Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, I got bumped off, and uh, uh, quickly, if I may, uh, I wanted to say that if I had surveillance someone for ten years, or five years, or even a year, I could speak up and say, "Well, we're going to stop the surveillance, but uh, we're going to continue all the other things we do." So. Uh, after surveillancing someone for a long, long time, you're going to know everything you need to know. Yeah, if you if you look at uh, your average target, we'll say, is 10 years. That's an average. And we have so many newcomers as well that have only been targeted for six months, you know, and... Uh, we have, I had, I heard one target who was raving at her perp right on the call. She didn't realize the mic was open, but uh, it's a terrible thing because uh, you're walking around with uh, two people on your shoulder and some people more than that. No fun. That's for sure. Okay, Richard, you want to start your closing statement? Well, again, I would just like to bring forward that uh, they're playing with words. They're playing with laws and how it's written and what it means, splitting hairs. And through all of this, able to continue doing the things they do, they can say martial law, they can say pandemic, they can say... Uh, mental illness, they can say many, many things that allow them to do certain things. And uh, we need to look at it a little closer than in a normal fashion to see through the smoke in the mirrors. Even You're Congress. Absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct about that, Richard. Thank you for even, bringing that even up. Congress, well, even Congress is having a hard time figuring out exactly where to look and even exactly what questions to ask. Okay, Janet, you want to give your closing statement? It's going to be close because I don't have my uh, clock running tonight, so we have two minutes, Janet. Go ahead. Well, I, I want to recall an anecdote that happened several years ago. Uh, Diane Feinstein, who had already received my report about what had happened to me and to my deceased mother due to the rabid uh, attacks by the U.S. government, um, had gone on the record as saying, there have been no abuses under the Patriot Act. And then Diane Feinstein found a little drone outside her window of her congressional office, spying on her. 
And all of a sudden, her her tone changed. So we don't want Congress to believe that they are uh, up there on Mount Olympus and have no understanding or knowledge of what is happening to the people in the villages down below. That would be us. We want to make sure that they're aware, informed, and, oh, by the way, so's the press. So this is the purpose here of this project. I want to thank you very much, Frank, for giving me time hey. to discuss this tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much, Janet and Richard. And at this time, I will be saying good night from Boston, Massachusetts. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.